This morning I bring you a word that is so anointed. I don't think I'm going to be preaching. I'm going to be releasing power this morning. Matakale ikabasutaliaba. Hey, even the testimonies prepare the ground. I want you to stand to your feet. Let me first read to you your hearing, Psalm 65, verses 4 to 5a. I want you to pay attention because this is, it has gone from inspired worship into the realm of a display of power and blessings like never before. What God is showing me is that as we responded to the call for inspired worship, God went to many places, a lot of people didn't respond. Now it's time for God to reciprocate. This morning, Omar Shelley, to the glory of God in Jesus' mighty name. Psalm 65. Now I want um, the New King James Version. New King James first. And here begins the reading of God's word. This Thanksgiving and testimony service. Month of March. The year of the Lord. 2021. Psalm 65 verses 4 to 5. A blessed is the man you choose. May we be chosen. Blessed is the man you choose. And you cause to approach you. That he may dwell. Not visit. Dwell in your courts. We shall be satisfied with the goodness of your house. You missed a good place to shout amen. I'm going to read it again. We shall be satisfied with the goodness of your house, of your holy temple. Verse 5 it says, by awesome deeds, by awesome deeds in righteousness, you will answer us, O God of our salvation. Lake is one that keeps saying, God is not a prayer storing God. God is a prayer answering God. I read verse 5a again, by awesome deeds. By awesome deeds in righteousness, you will answer us, O God of our salvation. Now give me the new century version from verse 4. Happy are the people you choose. Do you know some people are rejected? Look at you. You have been chosen. Put your arm around yourself and love yourself. You have been chosen. Happy are the people Jehovah has chosen and invited to stay in his court. We such people are filled with good things in your house, your holy temple. Listen to this, verse 5a. You answer us when we pray. Hmm. I said, you answer us when we pray. Ah, when we fast, you answer us. When we intercede, you answer us. On Monday morning at the prayer meeting, you answer us. Bible says, in amazing ways, God, our Savior. This morning, I come according to the writing of the strolls to declare to Grace Assembly. We have prayed, but God is going to be answering us in amazing ways. So, I entitle my word for you this morning. God answers in amazing ways. In amazing ways, so amazing that a couple handsome, look at Dilly, tall, handsome, see his wife, svelte. S-V-E-L-T-E, svelte, Owakba. Both of them, nothing wrong with them. Got married, so in love. Can you imagine, Dilly said, the first year we decided to enjoy ourselves. You are allowed to enjoy yourself. For he giveth us all things richly to enjoy. Now, after enjoyment, you were ready for the children and nothing happened. Second year, third year, fourth year, people started talking. Spending, spending money with doctors. Fifth year, 
I walked in to the auditorium led by the Spirit. I saw two ladies cleaning up the, this is January 2020, cleaning up the decorations. And I said, why only two of you? There should be more of you. And they did not criticize though that didn't come. And I want someone to learn a lesson. Let your words be seasoned with grace. He said they must have been busy. It impressed me. I said only two of you. So I went ahead and prayed for the first lady. And the second lady was Lady. And I said to her in Yoruba, I said the thing that Omuti Uwatokwe Durode within one year. Like the word of the Lord came to Abraham and Sarah, to Abraham that by this time next year, your wife will have a son called Isaac. And I said it and I went. And all the way from Canada, two beautiful things happened for them. Their relocation plan came to pass just when the stomach was big. So the baby that was conceived in Nigeria is born in Canada. You know what that means? The baby will not get a problem. Born in Canada, not get a problem. The baby that the devil felt he was stopping was going to be born at the right time in the right place. Six years. Exactly how many years we waited for our son? Six years. I can tell you six years is a long time when you're waiting. I can tell you many ideas struck your mind. People, you know, when you're waiting, people begin to think they have a right to speak into your life. They start bringing all kinds of suggestions. Chatter. This Lady Lady is one of my pillars. And I want to thank the pillars in Grace Assembly. We meet up there. Uh, we haven't been doing that for a while. And they decide to support me in ministry every month with some money. She was in pillars. Even though she didn't have what a lot of people who were not in pillars and refused to be in pillars, she didn't have, she was coming. And I thank you for allowing her. Worked a very tedious job being a banker. But in the fullness of time. I want you to bring up her picture. I have her picture. I want to share with the church because somebody who has, who's been waiting and you think it's not going to happen, that's Lady and that's the baby. Has the complexion of his mother and the handsomeness of the father. He was a baby boy. You wanted a son. Complexion of the mother, the good looks of the father. Oh, balance. And before she got there, she went the last week it was possible for her to fly medically. God prepared a family to receive her. She had nobody in Canada. Cold place. And they ministered to her. Look at her story. This morning, Grace Assembly, as I thank God for Lydia and Dele, I knew this was going to happen. But how many people believe that there will still be an answer? This morning, I bring you the word of the Lord. I entitled God Answers in Amazing Ways. And I came to prophesy. As I spoke to Lydia that day, that there will be an answer. Though it may seem to tarry, wait for it. You see, the kind of son God gave you, you can go to rest. Because he that began a good work will be faithful to complete it to the day of Christ. This morning, Peter, help me. I want us, I want to, I want you to listen if you can sing along, sing along. The song is entitled, There Will Be An Answer. To that prayer, there will be an answer. To that accusation, there will be an answer. To that embarrassment, there will be an answer. I'm talking about people that you don't have the power to create the answer. The answer is beyond your capacity, but there will be an answer. Minister Peter, do what you do. 
Release in your voice the anointing. You want to lift up your hand to God if you are believing God for an answer. An answer for that child. An answer for that situation. An answer for that need. Oh, hallelujah. When I find myself in times of trouble, my Lord Jesus comes to me. Speaking words of wisdom, let it be. And in my heart of darkness, standing right in front of me. Speaking the words of wisdom, let it be. Oh, let it be. to the God that the Bible says answers in amazing ways. Let him be our God. To the God who answers by awesome deeds and righteousness, let him answer for us. Let him be the God of our salvation. To the God when we're in trouble, he comes along and speaks words of prophecy. Speaking those things that be not as though they were and having the power to bring them into the now. Let him be our God. This morning as I release the prophetic word that there will be an answer. Let answers begin to manifest. Let situations you need begin to bow. Let the name of the Lord begin to be glorified. Let the people see and say God has visited Grace Assembly again. To God alone be glory and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
Peter, you are the vessel that God has given me to the questions that you have you will have answers it will not take long not ordinary answers amazing answers I want you to do something today very spiritual when I prophesy that chorus let it be let it be there will be an answer let it be just sing along with him Every time you see me prophesy, just go into that. Anybody that wants to tap in, just join. You will see what will happen. Can I tell you, church is not just for preaching. Church is also a place where you declare a season, a change of season. We are going through the season of prayers. Warfare, when I say, is a season of answers. Give me that chorus. Let it be, let it be, there will be an answer, let it be, to those who are waiting on God, let it be, let it be, let it be, let it be, there will be an answer, let it be, just play the tune of the chorus for me. This morning, I want you to be seated if you can. I read the scriptures to you again. The Bible says, blessed is the man whom you choose. And you cause that such man, such man to approach you that he may dwell in your courts. We shall be satisfied with the goodness of the Lord because there will be an answer. By awesome deeds in righteousness. The word awesome means incredible. Beyond the ability of man. Uh, by awesome deeds in righteousness, you will answer us. Can you say amen? The new century version says happy is the result uh, that the people you choose will have. Happy are the people you choose. And you invite us to stay, not to visit when it comes to things of God. We are filled with good things in your house. Answer us in amazing ways, our God and our Savior. And I said, God answers in amazing ways. Brethren, life will keep throwing questions at you. Right now, you have questions you cannot answer. Uh, the way it works is there are some questions you don't like people to ask you. Those are the questions that need to be answered. When you don't have money and somebody asks you, can you do something? Even though you have the heart, you're going to a place I don't want you to go to because it's a question I cannot answer. When you're of marriage age and you're not married, it's not a place you want people to go to. You rather they move away. Everybody here has such a place. Not, not, not one person is exempt. If you think you don't have a question in your life that you cannot answer, or you will not be able to answer well, put up your hand and I'll ask the Holy Spirit to tell me all the question and I will ask you that question. Including me. So when I come to church and I say there will be an answer, you need to arrange yourself and humble yourself. And God that I brought to, with me to church, the one who called me as a man of God, not just as a preacher, I'm, I am a preacher, but I'm also a man of God, says God answers in amazing ways. I remember your case too. Didn't he answer you in an amazing way? You waited around six years too to have that wonderful, tall, handsome fellow. And one day you had made a plan to escape through the back door. And along comes this man, says, enter my car, sit down, lock my car. I say, whatever you're planning to do, don't do it. Is it true or not? Shortly after, God answered in amazing ways. He hasn't changed. I silence the voices that make God small, not in grace assembly, our God is not small. When he answers, he will answer in amazing ways. I said, life has a way of throwing questions at every one of us. Questions 
Many of which only God can answer. You see, Pastor Ami, you're such a good man. On Sunday, you blessed me so much. You said, when we have waited for a long time, then we begin to think of how to solve the problem ourselves. That's why the prophets of Baal, there were, they were many of them in the land because people were patronizing them because they had issues. Jehovah didn't seem to answer. Well, one day, Elijah came and said, not only are we going to sacrifice, pour water on the sacrifice, fill the ditch with water, and let God, who is God, let him answer by fire. There was an answer. This morning, there was going to be an answer. Come on. Oh, let it be. Let it be. Let it be. Oh, let it be. There will be an answer. Let it be. Oh, let it be. Let it be. Oh, let it be. Oh, let it be. There will be an answer. Let it be. All the time, the church, as it were, in those days, had been silenced and pushed to a corner. By the 450 prophets of Baal, they had overrun the town. They were the happening boys. Jehovah seemed to have been too quiet. But along came a man of God in those days. Today, your man of God is showing up. And said, that reign of the oppression, those people that like to ask you that question, when they know you will start swallowing and start stuttering, the next time they come around, they will not need to ask you the question. Jehovah will have answered. Your answer will be speaking for you. Come on, let me hear. Let it be. Let it be. Let it be. Let it be. There will be an answer. Let it be. Questions like when will you enter university? To the young ones, Lake did jam. I think he said he did it seven times. Who would believe today the man that took a microphone on my, on my appreciation day without a script? He just said, I want to give an eulogy for pastor. And he spoke freestyle. He stumped me. I'm a man of letters. Uh, I, can I can compose my thoughts. Uh, I can deliver on any day. It, I was rooted to a spot. I was still talking to my children in the car. This man say, this guy, I want a video. How can anybody be so gifted? This is somebody that wrote jams seven times. Would you ever believe? Let it be. Let it be. Let it be. Oh, let it be. There will be an answer. Let it be. Let it be. Let it be. Let it be. Oh, let it be. There would be an answer. Let it be. Questions will change from where will you enter uni when you get into uni and for some reason you linger in school longer than you ought to be. Along comes the question, shouldn't you have graduated by now? And when you manage to graduate by the skin of your teeth and you're trying to get a job, I remember reading Lightning's commentary at the TGIF on, on, on Friday about her cousin whom she used to admire who did well in school, got a master's, came back to Nigeria for three years, couldn't get a job. And when you have graduated and they can't talk about that anymore and that's why you should not be amongst people poking your nose into people's matters and asking questions that's not your business. God didn't send you that. You're just making somebody miserable and because they have made you miserable for this long, there will be an answer from Jehovah in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And when they can't ask you about graduation anymore, they say, by now, shouldn't you be sharing some money with the people that sent you to school? How come you still don't have a job? 
And you cannot answer that question because that question begs your intelligence, begs whether you did well in school, begs whether there's something wrong with you. And some people begin to think, my village people are here again. Nothing due, baby. You're just waiting for today. Just like Elijah showed up in Israel that day and turned the season around from the season of questions to the season of answers. I have come according to the writing of the stories that the season of your waiting and pain and crying is over because God will answer you in an amazing way. Oh, let, let me hear. Let it be. Let it be. Oh, let it be. There will be an answer. Let it be. And when you finally get married, Dele, come up here. Come up here. Come up here. Just come and stand here. Look at this fine boy. Look at this fit guy. The man that knows if you give him a babe, he knows how to enjoy the babe. This guy is potent. This guy is virile. But for six years, and some boys who are jealous of how you look will say, I got married in one year. I have twins. I'm not as tall as you. I'm not as handsome as you. I didn't marry a girl like you. And you begin to say, God, why do you bless me in all of this when I can't produce that? Let me hear it. Let it be. Let it be. Let it be. Let it be. Oh, let it be. There would be an answer. Put up that picture for me. Put up that picture for me again. For Dele. The picture of his wife. Let it be. You know, when you plan to have a child, you didn't have this kind of money. So the child couldn't have been born. The child, hey, we're talking about the allure of greener pastures abroad. Is it the solution or an illusion in TGF? The child will have had only a green passport like you and they were queuing at embassies to try to get a chance to visit another land. But let it be. Let it be. Oh, let it be. Let it be. Look at the answer God gave you now. There would be an answer. Let it be. Help me clap for him as he does best. Thank God. Who did it for you? Don't smile. Let it be. He's our God. Somebody, your testimony is just going to be like this one. And when you get married, along comes the question, when, how many kids do you have now? And after you have kids, just to let you know, there will always be a question. And somebody comes along who has moved to Banana Island and said, don't tell me you still live in that area. I hear it's your birthday, but I'm sorry I can't come. You know, I don't go that far anymore. That was then. Somebody says, don't tell me you still live in that house. How do you manage it's so tight? Whew. Let me hear it. There it be, be an answer. Sir. Let, let it, it be. be. Oh, let it be. Oh, let it be. Let it be. Let it be. There would be an answer. Let it be. You meet with some people whom God have brought them through from the place of waiting to the place of answers. And they ask you, don't tell me you still work that job. You're still on that level. How can you fit? And you get frozen. And other people stop to hear the question. And you wish you had an answer. You look around, no answer. You look down, no answer. And they won't go away. They're waiting to hear an answer. Today, I want you to look above. From whence cometh our help? Our help cometh from the Lord. The one who answers in amazing ways. Let me hear it. Let it be. Let it be. Let it be. Oh, let it be. There would be an answer. Let it be. 
the single mother who is struggling to raise your kids. I saw a post on Twitter. A lady said, I lost my husband six months ago and life has become so hard. And now I realize the quality of a man who takes care of business. Because now I have so many bills, I have to pick which one I can afford to pay. Because I find myself only in six months in quite a tight place. Now imagine the one that never had a husband. Had the child alone. Raised the child alone. Want to give the child a life. And so, at your school reunion, they say, what they bring your kids. And every husband packs their long, nice car. And your girls step out of the car of their honey. Bad, black, nice car. Some even have escort vehicles. And they bounce and they run and they hug each other. And you drive your little car looking for a parking space. Everybody's already inside. And you want to bring your kids in. And when you remember, they say, did he drop you? Or is he coming with the baby? Many times you want to make a U-turn, get in your car, send them a text. That which is impossible with men is possible with God. To the God who answers in amazing ways, the one hey, who collect those things that be not as though they were. The Bible says by the worlds that we inhabit and the astrologers amazed at the far-flung galaxies or in, uncountable in numbers, the one who called those things to be only by his spoken word. But when he came to making you, he got off his throne and formed you and put his breath in you and called you wonderful. And I want to say to you that the same God who heard the questions, he will answer that situation that you cannot answer. He will not answer it in an ordinary way. He will answer it in an amazing way. Let me hear it. There will be an answer. Let it be. Oh, let it be. Let it be. Let it be. Oh, let it be. To those amongst us, I may not have covered your situation, but you know that situation that begs for an answer. And the answer you realize is way beyond you. Nobody can even help you. It may be a complicated household. It may be a complicated marriage. It may be a complicated job. And some people are working in jobs that your faith is anti that job. But you don't know where to go. Oh, but there will be an answer. Let me hear it. Let it be. Let it be. Oh, let it be. Let it be. There will be an answer. Let it be. Let it be. Let it be. Let it be. Oh, let it be. There will be an answer. Let it be. Psalm 143 and verse 1. I read from the message translation of the Bible. The psalmist went through many seasons of questions. David was anointed in his father's house. In view of his father and his brothers that were made to give him a standing ovation. Against everything they know about David. And the thing about life is what, what people know about you is what they used to try to determine how you will turn out to be but I will say to you that they made a great mistake because David, the same David, oh he lived in caves after the anointing he killed Goliath, they didn't change their mind but one day he sat on the throne of his fathers the Bible says listen to this prayer of mine oh God oh Prayer concerning the questions I cannot answer. I do not have the answer. I cannot find the answer. Pay attention to what I am asking, oh God. 
Is there somebody who is praying like this from the depths of their heart? Just wave your hands to God. Say, that's my prayer. Listen to this particular prayer ah, that is predicated on questions I cannot answer. Listen to this kind of my prayer. Pay attention to what I'm asking. Answer me. You are famous for your answers. Do what's right for me. In this transition of my life, because of what I have gone through, because of what has been said against me, because of how long I have waited, do what is right for me. Not just what is good. The word right means make it right. The word good is okay, but when you say make things right, which means do bring me to where I should have been by now and compensate me for everything I have lost and do it in such a way that I will not need to ask, call them back and say, the question you asked me five years ago, now I have an answer. The answer will be like the rising of the sun. Which means when the sun goes up, everybody that has eyes will see. And behind those that are blind cannot deny because they can feel the heat. They can feel the heat of the rising of the sun. Somebody give me another shout of hallelujah. Let me hear that. Oh, let it be. There will be an answer. Let it be. Amazing answer. Not the answer fabricated by the shenanigans of man. Not answers brought about by political alliances that will give way to the next government anyway. But when God doeth a thing, the Bible says it is forever. Nothing can be added to it. Nothing can be taken away from it. It doeth it, it says, so that men shall be afraid. The people that ask a question, they will end up being afraid when they see what God has done with their, with their questions. Listen to this prayer of mine. Somebody, you want to pray that prayer. I don't know what question you cannot answer. Pray about it now. Listen to this prayer of mine, oh God. You're so beautiful. You're so well behaved. You're so Christian and yet you don't even have a boyfriend. Listen to this prayer of mine, oh God. Pay attention to what I'm asking. Answer me for you are famous. Are you not God for the kind of answers in the days of Abraham? He says, Ishmael will not be the one. I, this time next year, you will have Isaac. Ah, Elijah, there may be 450 to 1. The ratio is incredibly against you. The odds, you should not win, but there will be an answer. And the answer will become in an amazing way by fire. You're famous for your answers. Do not just what is good, what is right. God will make right every wrong. God, Jehovah Sakar, the one that compensates us for the trouble and the pain and how people misunderstood us, how they cut us back. The, the Jehovah Sakar will make it right. It brings us the exploits. Uh, and big brings us no, not the exploits. The spoils of war. When you win this battle, you're not coming home empty-handed. That's what it means when it says, do what is right for me. When David came back to Ziklag, hey, all his men asked him a question. We thought you knew what you were doing. Look at it now. They have burnt our city. They've taken our wives and our children. We have nothing. Bible says they wept till they had no more strength and they thought of now stoning him. The one that led them to battle became the object of their scorn. Life will throw questions at you. You cannot even attempt to try to answer. It's over you. It's bigger than you. It's bigger than your family. Get real. There are some questions only God can answer for you. The Bible says David, who wrote the prayer, David encouraged himself in the Lord. He said, give me the effort and inquired of the Lord, should I pursue them? And God says, not only will you pursue them, you will overtake them, you will capture them, you will get back everything. And he came home loaded with exploits. 
So the ending of the matter is nothing like the beginning. In good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, God will answer us in amazing ways. Why don't you stand on your feet and give the Lord a hand? Let it be. Oh, let it be. Let it be. There will be an answer. Let it be. In 1 Samuel 28 and verse 6, 1 Samuel 28 and verse 6, I'll soon be done. The message Bible, the Bible talks about how that this kind of answer is not for everybody. So you need to be careful your attitude this morning. Just because I'm declaring it doesn't mean everybody will tap into it. Bible says Saul, Saul was a man God chose. Saul was a man God chose by himself and made Samuel anoint him. Samuel could not even understand what is it about this Saul. Saul that could not find donkeys. And Saul messed up at a point and look at what happened to him. So for as many people that have messed up, make your way right so that this answer will not elude you. The Bible says this same Saul that God picked by himself. He prayed to God, but God didn't answer. Saul was not a stranger to God. Saul was the anointed one. God did not answer not by dream, not by sign, nor by a prophet. God did not answer him. But this will not be your portion. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Psalm 65 verse 5. But now I read from the Passion Translation of the Bible. It says... You answer our prayers. Somebody say hallelujah. The prayer we said in quiet. You display the answer across the nation. The shame that was before a handful of people is corrected in the bright lights of people that matter across the cities. You answer our prayers with amazing wonders. Where is your amen? To the questions we could not answer, you answer our prayers with amazing wonders and with all inspiring displays of power. Dunamis power. Hey, the power that he used with his right hand when he raised Jesus Christ from the dead against every array of hell they rolled the stones they sealed the stones they put the soldiers hell and all the demons sat on the stone but God raised him an awe inspiring display of power that is how you will answer us for you are the righteous God come on now who helps us like a father. If you need the help of the Lord today, just lift up your hand to God. As many people as lift up their hands, I come to declare that this will be the result. Jehovah God, ah, in all of your Shekinah glory, uh, with a power that is called dunamis, power that cannot be withheld. You will answer our prayers with amazing wonders. And you will answer those prayers with also awe-inspiring displays of power. As you help us where we need to be helped. As you correct the things that need to be corrected. As you banish shame that was knocking on our doors. As you turn our captivity around. As a father helps the son or daughter he loves will receive help from you. Let it be. Oh, let it be. Let it be. Let it be. Let it be. There will be an answer. Let it be. Sing it into your situation. Let it be. Let it be. Let it be. I want to make one last declaration 
Now this one is totally dangerous. It's completely off the chain. It's found in Genesis 41 and verse 16. The New International Version of the Bible. Pharaoh had a question he couldn't answer. His wise men could not answer. And even if the dream was interpreted, it posed a greater question. Seven years of farming. And there's nothing you can do. It is going to happen. He had no clue what to do. And he asked Joseph for help. And Joseph said, I cannot do it. Listen here. There's some things you're asking people to do. They cannot do it. It's time to turn back to God. Those of you watching online, it's time to turn back to God. The only one to whom nothing shall be impossible. And Joseph replied to Pharaoh, said, I cannot do it, but God will give Pharaoh the answer he desires. The answer, not just to the question, the answer, he desires. I want to prophesy that it is still possible. Not just the answer to the problem. Close your eyes, dream. What is it you desire? The Bible is not says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. It takes a day like this for for it to happen. You're already blessed that you make it to church. You're already blessed that you're watching online. You stay online so that you can tap in. I want standing in my anointing as a called servant of the Lord, standing behind the altar of the Lord, having given the glory to God in the place of inspired worship and obedience to the counsel of God, according to the word of God, not just according to the word of God, the word of God for now. To everyone, including myself, May God who answers in amazing ways with, with awesome power, with awesome display of power, may that God whom we serve give each and every child of God who believes there will be an answer. Not just an answer, but answer according to the desire of our heart. As you did when Joseph spoke this into being. Lord, do it again because you are not a God that changes. You cannot change. You are the same through the ages. The one that changes the times and season and cannot be changed. The same yesterday, today, and forevermore. The God who rules supreme over the affairs of men. The one who raises one and puts down another one. The one whose hand when he lifts his hand, nobody can withdraw his hand. May God give us the answer according to our desires. In the name of Jesus. In case you don't know what I'm talking about. When Joseph said this. The famine came. The famine. The good times came. The famine came. By the reason of this declaration. The Bible says, when Joseph started to sell food, people first bought with their money. Listen to this. Then they bought food with their land. Then they bought food by selling themselves to Pharaoh. At the end of the day, this Pharaoh brought back the original position of the original Pharaoh. Because all the land used to belong to Pharaoh, but Pharaoh had lost most of the land. So what his great-grandfather's lost, this Pharaoh received back because this book was spoken over him. Not only did he survive the famine, he became the most respected monarch in the world and got back everything his grandfather's had lost. Now that you understand what I'm talking about, nobody here, you are not who you are supposed to be. The work your fathers and your great fathers have done, if it were to reflect alone in your life, you will not be who you are. I want to use Isaac as an example. When, when, when the servant went to look for a, 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 a wife for Isaac, he said, 
to Laban. He said, my, 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 my boss, my, my master, Abraham, is blessed of God amongst men. He's notable. He has every manner of thing. And now he has given everything he has. To Isaac, whom I'm looking for a wife for. Which means you are never supposed to be bereft of what labors your fathers have labored for. When I make this declaration again, I hope you will tap in to the fullness of what God is able to do. To everyone that believes that there will be an answer from God who answers us in all inspiring display of incredible power. Who answers us in such amazing ways beyond our comprehension and expectation. May that God answer us this season according to our desires. May his name be glorified in our testimonies. May thanksgiving ring out from amongst us to the glory of God. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let it be, let it be, let it be. There will be an answer. Let it be. Let me close with Psalms, Psalm 20, verses 6 to 8. Psalm 20, verse 6 to 8. Look at your neighbor for me and say, I'm so happy for you this morning that you made it to church. All that prayer, all that fasting, all that intercession. Ah, now there are going to be answers. Psalm 20 verse 6 to 8 says, Now I know that the Lord saves his anointed. He will answer him from his holy heaven with the saving strength. He will answer what? From his holy heaven. With what? The saving strength of his right hand. Some trust in chariots and some in horses. But we in grace assembly, we by inspired worship will remember the name of the Lord our God. They have bowed down and fallen, but we have arisen and stand upright. But I want to read it in the new century version and I'm, I'm, I'm gone. It says, now I know God helps his anointed king. He answers him from his holy heaven and saves him with a strong right hand. Some trust in chariots, others in horses. But we trust the Lord our God. This is a punchline. They are overwhelmed and defeat. And in the month of March, we march forward and we win. Somebody give the Lord a shout of victory. Those that ask the questions, get ready to be overwhelmed and be defeated. But we in Grace Assembly in the month of March 2021, we march forward. Not only forward, we march forward and we win. Put your hands together and bless the name of the Lord. Father, I thank you. For it is done that God will answer us in amazing ways. As I have declared the word of God and all the anointings and the lightnings and the thunderings of God have gone into place. I rest assured that testimonies will abound. Everybody in our homes, amongst our loved ones, and with me also, so shall it be in Jesus' name. If you have been blessed this morning, I want you to celebrate the Lord. Hallelujah.